Welcome back to another episode of Amateur Minutes with H. Finn and Rip Van Winkle. Today we have a guest speaker, Ginger. Think she was here earlier? Maybe, maybe so. Yeah, on an earlier episode, I think. Yeah. Like a long time ago with David. 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 Okay. Anyway. Today's topic will be old medical practices that we researched earlier today. (laughs) Did you know? (laughs) Okay. All right, Rip. Tell them what the first one is. Bloodletting. Done. 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 <laughs> I thought you were saying done. I was like, wait, we didn't even go through all the stuff that we found for it. <laughs> next, okay. next one. This started with the ancient Egyptians and the Sumerians. Did you know they also had the first form of currency and writing? What? What does that have to do That's with bloodletting? That's so crazy. That has nothing to do with bloodletting. Why do you know that? <laughs> A class called World History with Mr. Haney. I took that over the summer. It doesn't matter. Hey, you can't name names. Uh, oh, my bad. Okay. <laughs> um, it didn't become a common practice until classical Greece and in Rome. Because, you know, those Romans be crazy. <laughs> All right. Katie. <laughs> okay, so... The- Hippocrates, how do you say that? Hippocrates. 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 Stop laughing. We got to focus. Said that your body has four substances or humors. You have yellow bile, black bile, blood, and phlegm. Phlegm. So, if you had something wrong... They thought that you had too much blood in your body, and so to maintain the harmony in your body, they would let blood out by cutting open a vein and letting it drain into a bowl or container. Or they'd stick a leech on you, because, you know, those things are blood-sucking creatures, just like vampires. And it's still used today for rare, rare Ill, 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 illnesses. Illnesses. Illness, Ill, 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 Ill. Um, so, next. Hey, we, did, we missed a good fact on there. Did we? <laughs> You could go to the barber shop and get this oh my done. God. Get you a nice trim haircut looking all fancy. And then, hey, get rid of the illness while you're there. With bloodletting. All right. All right, next one. Trepanation. Dates back a whole 7,000 years. Why what is it? so perky and happy about this? What is it? Um, we weren't done. Thank you, Ginger. It's the practice of drilling holes into the skull as a means to cure illnesses. And the common theory that they had was that it would release evil spirits, treat epilepsy, headaches, abscesses, and blood clots. I wonder if Julius Caesar had it done. He had epilepsy. I like how that, like, if he did, though, that's not what killed him. It was getting stabbed in the back instead of getting stabbed in the head. Like, why is that, like, the drawing line? Anyway. A two, Brute. A two. <laughs> Wait, what if, like, in this... Casey Monroe's, please report to room 145. Casey Monroe. We'll just add a beep in that. We're going to have to add, like, three now. Because you mentioned, you know, and I said, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Skulls found in Peru hint that it was also used as an emergency way to get bone fragments left behind from skull fractures 
and um, many patients actually survive the surgery. Why couldn't for like the skull fractures? So like, let's say you get whack-a-mole and you have like a skull fracture. Why didn't they just go through the fracture to get to the bone shards? Like why drill another hole in a head that's already has a hole in it? Honey. <laughs> the skull is fractured. Okay. Yes, it's fractured. You drill right above the fracture and take out the fragments and sew it back up. But if they want to go below the fracture? Why would you want to go below the fracture? That's going to create more fractures. Well, if you think about it, all the like bone parts are going to be at the bottom because of how gravity works. I want to know how they did it without like hitting the brain or like injuring it. They probably did in some cases. Oh, <laughs> okay. Why well, not think of that? <laughs> they probably learned it from their previous mistakes. Why'd you write this in purple? Because I wanted it to be written in purple. I don't like it. I like this one. I like the way that this one looks. I like All right. Our next topic, cannibal cures. Did you know if you are suffering from persistent headaches, muscle cramps, or even stomach ulcers, your local physician a few hundred years ago may have prescribed you in a combination of human bone, flesh, and blood. This was considered corpse medicine. Why do you sound like you're trying to sell it now? You sound like you're in an advertisement. I feel like I'd be good at that job. Selling random stuff. Okay, anyway, getting straight to the facts instead of sounding like I'm trying to sell a car. Um, Romans believed that blood from fallen gladiators could cure epilepsy. No, I wonder if Julius Caesar just drank that. Oh my gosh, why do you keep going back to Julius Caesar? Because <laughs> I vibe with Julius Caesar. Wait, Julius Caesar, where was he? Was he in... He, wasn't, he, he was, was a Roman. Roman. He was a Roman? He was yeah. a Roman. I thought maybe he was Greek or something. Why would he be Greek? Maybe he was Trojan. I don't know. I failed history class. So, 12th century apothecaries were known to keep a stock of mummy powder from... Does that say mommies? Mummy. Oh, you, that is close. <laughs> from mummies located in Egypt. Yeah, because they would just take the looted mummies, ground them up. No, seriously. I'm going to show this to Ginger. This says mommies at the very bottom of it. You just can't read my good sharpie handwriting. I can't read any of this. <laughs> but she cursive. Gosh, she was trying to read it earlier. Okay, in 17th century mommy. England. <laughs> that says mommy. That says mommy. <laughs> in 17th century England, King Charles II. You know the fancy one. Oh no, they're all fancy. They're all they're all kings. They're all fancy. No, some of them looked a little uh. Gross. They all they looked all like gross. They were. They all like ate everything. Well, yeah, even human skulls and alcohol, apparently, and no, his listen, consumed listen, oh, king wait, drops. Wait. You didn't see the jazz hands. No, they can't see you. You can't do jazz hands when nobody can see you. No, but listen. So, like, that reminds me though. Kings and everything when they eat like a lot of like grease and like fatty stuff. It like they can get gout. Well, that's just that's for everybody. Like, if- well, yeah, it's for everybody. But like ancient kings used to get it really bad, and if it got too bad, they would have to amputate the foot, and it's all nasty and gross. I learned that from Disenchantment. Go watch it, guys. It's on Netflix. It's from the people that made The Simpsons. 
<laughs> Treating syphilis with malaria. Julius Wagner Jurek? I don't know. Sure. Yes. Okay. That, let's go with that. In the 1920s, he would inject patients that have syphilis with malaria, and it would cause malaria-induced fevers that would get rid of the syphilis, and he won a Nobel Prize for it, like I said, 1920s. But then his patients would die from the malaria. But technically... Hey, he didn't die from syphilis. That's what's up. It cured the syphilis. You just, I wonder if Al Capone tried it. Yes, I would say so. Is he alive? <laughs> <laughs> Rethink that whole little thing right there. It's a serious question. Is he alive? No, Al Capone is not alive. Oh, what's the, who's the one that's alive then? What do you mean? Shut up. <laughs> no, there's one that's like alive. It's he wasn't like an actual thing. What's his name? Uh, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is he alive? I know he built a cage around himself. I would build a cage around myself. All right, number five, milk transfusions. So back then, milk was injected into the bloodstream and would become white blood cells. This did not actually happen. No, they thought it would become white blood cells. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta write what you actually mean. Why is that so bright? Can you shut the blinds? It's so dark in here. But like, milk does not turn into white blood cells. I learned the other class period. <laughs> Why didn't you already know that? Calcium oh. doesn't equal cells. They both start with C? No. <laughs> milk and white blood cells are both white, so I guess. So like, with that, with your logic, milk turns into white blood cells, but like, strawberry milk turn into red blood cells? Wait. Oh my god, I have so many questions. So if you inject chocolate milk into your bloodstream, could you suddenly get like brown blood cells no that's not how that works it could be no it could be no yeah or like what if you inject orange have energy juice? for weeks orange juice you get orange blood about. cells or like a hawaiian punch into your bloodstream you get red blood cells i think we need to test this theory now let it be known that these um these transfusions often resulted in death but we're gonna try it so <laughs> once it dropped a patient's pulse so fast they had to be resuscitated with morphine and whiskey and only lived 10 days after okay, that. Okay, but That's, this is PLUS. This is not say PULSE. This is PLUS. Quit complaining about my writing. P-O-U-S-E. Come on now. It's not even your writing. It's your spelling at that point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, but like, why, why, why morphine and whiskey to wake a guy up? Hey, um, people used to wake up back then. They'd immediately go for the whiskey bottle. I would, too. Living back then, you got that good old tuberculosis, the diphtheria out there. Got to worry about getting treated with syphilis with malaria. (laughs) Whoa, hold on. Wait, when did they do milk transfusions? Like the 1800s. Like late 1800s. Okay, well, then the syphilis malaria was until the 1920s, so that was like 120 years later. (laughs) Okay, but we know these practices don't die out that quick. Milk transfusions did. Quite literally, everyone died. Almost as bad as mad cow disease. <laughs> Man, I mean, like waking up back then, though, you you wake up immediately, you got diarrhea, you got to go to the bathroom, and then you're like, no, but you got to walk into the cold to get to the bathroom. It's not you even gotta, in your house. You got to walk through the cold to get to the outhouse 
And then you, you have diarrhea. You got to stay hydrated. Where do you get the water? You don't because the water's contaminated. You know that that's going to get you polio. And you so know what else? You got to bring the whiskey to hydrate. After the outhouse, you don't wash your hands. Did you know that you used to put lemons and limes in the outhouse because that was supposedly help get rid of the odor? Did you know back then after people died, they would cover the mirrors? That way they couldn't like get trapped in the mirror like the spirits of the dead. Did you know they they would open all the windows in the house? Take pictures of them? Like it'd be a family port like somebody would die and it'd be like, all right guys. Time to get a family portrait and then stick the dead person in the middle and take a picture. Yeah, I see them all the time on, like, Instagram and stuff. I keep scrolling. It's nice. What's on your Instagram? Just dead people? Don't worry about it. I did not (laughs) invite you to ask me that question. (laughs) Didn't know I needed an invitation. No, because you know, like, how there's, like, some accounts that are like, oh, look at these creepy pictures, these 10 creepy pictures. It's like those, but then it's like, this picture was taken after they died. And I'm like, yeah, totally normal. I do that sometimes. So, <laughs> Wait a second. on, number six, chloroform to cure asthma. Seems a little counterproductive. It really does. <laughs> asthma symptoms cured through chloroform cloth. Lots of death from overdose on chloroform. How do you feel about that? As someone who does not suffer from asthma. <laughs> do you, Ginger? Suffer from asthma? Yeah. No. I didn't she doesn't so. do sports. She wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to do tennis. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'll show up to every game. Oh, yeah. I thought they were called matches. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> You're going to get punched in the face. So, moving on. The violence. Just make sure you come to JV because I'm definitely not making more. I had to practice with you. I had to practice with you next to me. You were asking a lot of questions. Probably dumb questions. All right, yes, one question. This is my favorite one. We're not going to go into the chloroform. Oh, we're done with it. We're done with that. Yeah, fair enough. Keep going. Seven. Just don't confuse chloroform. Chloroform. (laughs) Chloroform. (laughs) Chloroform. Chloroform with chlorophyll. Yeah, I got those two confused the other day. Chloroform, chlorophyll, chloroform. Okay, but if you took chloroform, chloroform, and, mm-hmm. and made it into a foam, could you call it chloroform? No. No. It's still chloroform. But in foam form. So say chloroform. Um, that was scary. There's a ghost in here. You know, I've actually seen a ghost with my own eyes before. Oh, I'm sure you have. Oh, have you? Yes, yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Yeah. And your dreams doesn't count. <laughs> that was a wacky dream. <laughs> no, but I woke up one night and all of a sudden I saw this man just staring into another room. Are you sure you actually woke up? Was this another dream? <laughs> no, no, no. I was awake for this part. I closed my eyes really hard after that and I opened them again and the man was gone so I was just like well now we can't go back to sleep (laughs) no listen it's definitely normal I get these things called shadow people where like my eyes play tricks on me and I think there's people there scares me no 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 this was a panic attack no this was a real uh, let me tell you there was a real man in your house (laughs) let me tell you no there was a real man in your house it wasn't even my house 
What? <laughs> Whose house were you in? You were in somebody's house without their permission? Katie, whoa. And you're, wait, no. You're in somebody else's house and you're wondering why there's a man there? Why there's no, a man no, no, you no, don't know there? You were in somebody else's house. It was my grandparents' house, okay? It was my grandmother. No, because he's not like, this is a really, really like six foot tall skinny dude with a top hat. A he really looked six like, foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> he was really six foot tall. <laughs> with a top hat. <laughs> Like a good old Abe Lincoln over there. Was Abraham Lincoln really six feet tall? He was like six foot four. He was honest. He could have been in the NBA. For real? He would have yeah. considered short. No, you remember that football team that cheated? The Patriots? Cause, yeah, because they like let out the air in the footballs. He would have been the one guy on the team that's like, I can't do this. He runs and he tells on his whole team. He's like, we're cheating. We're cheating. <laughs> Boy, I thought it was George Washington that was supposed to be honest. No, honest, honest Abe. Abe. Honest Abe. George Washington was like, he, I cannot. Oh, wait. He can't I tell can't, a lie. I can't tell a lie, but he could. Didn't All Abraham Lincoln cut down a tree or something? That was George Washington. Oh. He cut down He cut down the cherry tree. That's oh, actually okay. not true. Wish it was, though. I could use some cherries right now. So, no, this is my favorite one. I get to tell it. Wait, no, let me <laughs> tell it then. I'll tell it. Actually, let right. me tell it. She hasn't gotten to tell one. <clears throat> If you continue to read anyway, <laughs> literally, be nice. If you sit in a dead whale, you can cure arthritis. What? Did you know <laughs> they, they explode? Like after they die, if they're like, if there's like a beached whale, the gas like builds up in them and they can like explode. Okay, so like in the Meg. So basically, <laughs> <laughs> when they fire the whatever the missile at the Meg, and it goes. No, that's not. I'm talking about like if a whale dies and it washes up on the it beach. It basically lets out a gigantic fart. Yeah, basically, but it, like it explodes with the power of it. What happens if you're standing behind the whale? You can't. No, actually, they warn people not to get close to them. If you see a beached whale, you like don't get close to it because it'll. Well, and that didn't work flying. for this person. Not only is it going to smell bad because it's a gigantic fart and it's a dead whale, you're going to go flying backwards and you're going to have whale guts all over you. Okay. But then, guys, to cure the arth- to cure the arthritis that you get from landing so hard, you can go lay in it. Afterwards. I don't think that's how arthritis works. Well, okay, okay just, just, says. just. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. What is it? It's a, first, you must find a dead beached whale. Then you must cut a hole in the dead beached whale and go lay in it for two hours, and you'll have arthritis cured. This Why way- is that? How did you find that out? Well. It was discovered by a drunken man who was staggering along the beach during a whaling near a whaling station, and he saw a dead whale that was cut open because you know whaling stations kind of a part of it. And he took a header into the decomposing blubber, like he just jumped into the whale and claimed that it secured all of his arthritis. What if he, he just didn't drunk. have arthritis while he was drunk? While what if he was just so drunk that he thought he had arthritis, but he doesn't? I don't know, but this became a practicing thing. Like people would practice this. Why would they trust a drunken man? Can we man? test this theory? No. No, because I don't want to explode. That's not a today no, thing. No, you won't explode. The whale will explode. <laughs> what, oh if, <laughs> what if I'm in the whale when it explodes? Working, you wouldn't be exploding. <laughs> Listen, this is a new working theory. If there's a beached whale and it starts filling up with its fart gas, if you get too close to it and touch it, the gas will then be transferred over to you through... I don't know, heat energy or something. Science. And you will fill up with 
whale farts and you will explode. I feel like we need to test this theory. How? How? How are we going to test this theory? We're going we're gonna to make her we're go gonna to the f- beach. <laughs> now you heard it here, folks. Huckleberry Finn is going to the beach to touch a dead whale. What the heck, my dude? What, what the heck? <laughs> but like, feel like this is a serious problem in America. Beached whales or <laughs> drunk people? <laughs> I just really want to touch a whale. I want to know what it feels like. A dead one or an alive one? An alive one. I want to go surfing on the back of a whale. Have you seen those? What if they eat me, though? Whales don't eat you, except if it's a killer whale. That's the one I had in mind. An orca? <laughs> go to SeaWorld. No, SeaWorld. SeaWorld is bad. SeaWorld is bad. SeaWorld? Go to SeaWorld and let the orca eat her, because that's happened before. Hey. Well, it didn't eat the whole person. It, like, dragged the trainer around the... Yeah. I bad. will let a killer whale from SeaWorld eat me because I know that they are being starved. I will be a light snack. Somebody else is going to have to go in after me. <laughs> eat me, like, for them. What is it? The appetizer. <laughs> I'm not even the appetizer. I'm like, no, you're like when you go to like a chicken place and you get a basket of wings. You're like one wing. No, I don't eat anything off the bone. That's no, disgusting. you know how Boneless like chicken wings. Oh, okay, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I'm like the lemon that you get in your water. <laughs> I don't like lemon in my like water. Like the lemon slice that you get in your water. Like it's just, it's not really, a, it's not there. Okay. You know, like when you order sweet tea and they put a lemon on it. I don't order sweet tea because it's gross. What? Okay, what kind of sweet tea? Where are we getting it at? Just like McAllister's. No, it needs to be half sweet, half unsweet. Because full sweet, ugh. Have you ever had McAllister sweet tea? Yes. It's so good. It needs to be half sweet, half unsweet. I'm so glad that we're having this conversation about tea. All right, that's (laughs) it for Amateur Minutes, which is apparently called Amateur Hour. No, it's Amateur Minutes. It says Amateur Hour, but it's Amateur Minutes. Thank you very much. Huckleberry, Finn, and Ginger. We will see you all whenever we get to the next one. (laughs) Bye!